This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning your day or your entire life all over again, only this time with a loving God at the center. We hope you experience joy from listening and find yourself (laughs) laughing and living it up on the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neals, visit their Facebook page at Living It Up Beginning Again or their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Well, listen, today's topic is really cool. Um, Is it really possible to love and pray for our enemies? Is it? Well, what does it say in Matthew 5.44? But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Who said that? Jesus. Well, like we said earlier this week, if he said it, I believe it. That's right. But we're teachers of the word, so we got to explain to them how. Yes. Well, you know, the thing is, when we love our enemies, we can be sure that we are making progress in ourselves. Well, in our relationship with God. Yes. When, when I'm able to do that, I can stand back and go, wow. First of all, I'm only able to do this because of God's power. And second, that tells me that my relationship with the Lord is getting stronger. Right. Because it is so hard to do. It is so hard to love those that have hurt you. It's so hard to be good to them. Right. But that's what he tells us to do. And when I'm able to do that, man, he and I are tight. We are good, you know, and it pleases him. And he strengthens me and the Holy Spirit is strong in me because I'm doing his will. That's right. You know, and and, and I'm telling you, uh, you know, loving our enemies doesn't mean we got to like them. Mm -hmm. It means we just need to forgive them. And we need to really pray and desire what's best for them. Yeah. You know, because if we hold if we hold on to this uh, this hatred or this uh, uh, dislike of what someone's done to us in the past, it does nothing but just give us ulcers. It does nothing but hurt us. I mean, that person's not even thinking about it anymore. So that's you know really. So you know, when you forgive, it, you know it's it's to free yourself. It's freedom. And when those some relationships seem to be severed or seem to go south in your I know for me and been blindsided by that I have to stop and realize you know maybe that's God saying to me this is not a divine connection for you this is not of me right and then I can step back and not be upset with them and just trust God yes because we've experienced that here lately yes and uh, it was a shock but when we step back and realize those, we don't need to be upset with those people. We need to thank God that um, He's revealed some things to us that we didn't didn't see or maybe saw and didn't really pay much attention to. Right. When He revealed to us, this was this was not my plan. That's right. That's tough. It is tough, but it's needed. You know. Um, well, He knows what's best. That's right. You know, God loved us while we were his enemies 
And he loves us even though we're so far from perfect. You know, it's not about being perfect. It's about developing the ability to follow God and shape our decision and our action according to his will for us. Well, if you know what that is. Yeah. I mean, it's you can break it down and it'd be real simple. Yeah. Are these thoughts I'm thinking, is this what God would think? Is the way I'm treating one of his children pleasing to him? Yeah. Am I, you know, conducting my finances, my, my relationships in a way that I know that he would if, if I know him, if I'm in the word enough and know his character? It, you know, you can really simplify it that way. Right. You're right. You know, about harboring, you know, unforgiveness. I mean, you, you've you heard my some of my testimony. I harbored unforgiveness of, of my father, my earthly father, for over 30 years. I so did not forgive him for not being there when I was growing up. I mean, it, 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 it developed many habits and addictions in my life. Well, at that time, you allowed it because well, you had no coping skills. Right. Well, I, I didn't know Christ. You're right. I didn't know him, mm-hmm. you know. And so I had no way to fight. Right. And so, you, you know. no power. No power at all. And so I would turn to addictions, yes. you know, and things of that sort um, to kind of to fill the void mm-hmm. of the hurt. But I... I'm telling you right now, in exactly what Jesus said, love your enemies. I mean, like I said, I harbored this unforgiveness towards my father. And before he passed away in 2001, I held his hand. And I didn't know Jesus at the time. Wow. But Jesus was working in me. Mm-hmm. Now he, you see it. Yes, he was preparing me to come to him. Mm-hmm. But very, very gently, I leaned down by his ear and I said, Dad, I forgive you Mm -hmm. and I love you. Because I came to realize as I became a man that, you know, we all have our shortcomings. We all have things in our life that we've messed up on. Even our parents. Exactly. And And here they are getting married, raising a family, and and they've got their own set of issues that we as children don't even understand, don't have a clue about until we become adults ourselves. And so when I when I said that that forgiveness for my dad, I mean it freed me so much. But but then I became aware that you know what he, he did love me, the best he knew how. My dad loved me the best he knew how. He was going through some really tough stuff that you didn't even know that I didn't even know about at the time. Mm-hmm. And he so, was hurting and hurting people hurt people. That's right. And so, but you know, four years later, when I came to know my heavenly Father. He reminded me of that, how he was there for me. Hmm. All those times. Yeah. And you didn't recognize it. He was always there for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I have an affection for my earthly dad like I never had before. And, you know, I miss him. Mm -hmm. I miss the times we could have had together. Right. But the times we did have when I became a grown-up, that's what I want to remember. That's what I remember. That's what you choose to remember. That's what I choose to remember. Because the other would just keep you in bitterness. That's, that's exactly and right. That's, such a, that's a poison. 
you know, we're here to tell you today, and we back this up like we did for scripture. Love your enemies. Forgive them. Let it go. You know, in Spanish, some of you who are listening to us in, in uh, maybe in Spain or some of the other uh, Latin countries, um, it's called a chismosa. The chismosa is someone who harbors something and spreads rumors and is very bitter towards other people. Well, you know what? That does nothing at all but lessen your relationship with Jesus Christ. Nothing. And so we really want you to have that relationship with him. You know, we want you to learn how to forgive. We can't teach you that, but Jesus can. Jesus can show you how to forgive other people. And what does it say in scriptures? You know, don't return evil for evil. Return evil with good. Because like, you know, like putting, heaping coals on their head. Mm-hmm. God will judge that. And that causes them to look at themselves and realize, what a, they're being so nice to me. Yeah. How in the world can I have done that? Yeah, or what do they want from me? You know, and then when you're just kind to them and you and you leave or you go, it's like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. you know. When you're really, really in a good place, you see them as troubled themselves, and you don't take it personally. Exactly. Because as you said, with your father, these people are doing the best that they can in their own pain, right? In their own disappointment, in their own bitterness. That's exactly right. I mean, we all have we all have uh, in our lives uh, we or have had some type of unforgiveness. Let it go. Yep. Let it go. So listen, you know, if if you want to learn how to forgive, you need to come to the one who forgave you. Mm-hmm. And me and you. That's right. He forgave all of us if we just come to him with a sincere heart. You know, salvation, Jesus made it easy for us to do. Call on his name, ask for forgiveness for your sins, come to him with a sincere heart. But I'll tell you what, it didn't come at a cheap price. He paid a lot of pain. And when he hung on that cross and he looked down at the Jewish rabbis and he said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. If Jesus can be hanging from a cross and ask for someone, you know, the Father to forgive them, can't we? Hasn't He shown us? He He enables us with His power to do it. That's exactly that's right. That's the only, only way. That's the only way. You know. So if you've never given your heart to Jesus, or maybe you thought you did. You've been in church for a long time, and you're thinking, you know what, man, I, really, I never have. Because I still have so much unforgiveness forgiveness for so many people. Well, give your life to him today. That's what Teresa and I, that's, that's why we do this. And we, we love you, and we want to give you some great topics to think about and ponder about. And we're two imperfect people oh, who struggle goodness. with the same things. Aren't we ever? But the whole purpose is that you come to know Jesus in your own personal relationship. 
And so if you've never known, uh, like I said, if you want to give your life to Christ today, we pray that you do. Please pray this prayer with us and know that you are saved by the mercy and the grace and the forgiveness of Jesus. Please pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know you died on the cross, that you died, rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say my sins are forgiven. If I ask you from a sincere heart to forgive me. Lord, from my heart, I ask for your forgiveness. Lord, I want to learn how to forgive, just like you've forgiven me right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much. And uh, I really like today's topic. You know, I get, I mean, I'm, I'm a, you know, you've never seen me, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real big guy, but I'm a real mush ball when it comes to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time. Yes. With? With just saying his name. Mm, you do. Without crying. Yeah. Because of how he forgave me. And how he just forgave you. If you prayed that prayer. So we'd love to hear from you at info at livingitup.org. Please email us. Just shoot us a quick email. Said I gave my life to Christ. I'm from Germany or Netherlands or wherever. United Kingdom, Canada. And we'd love to be praying for you. So listen, uh, today's Thursday. You know, a couple more days, you know. Start praying about a church to go to. You know, try it out. You might want to try several churches. But God will connect you to the right one. But the main thing is, start diving in, into his word. Mm-hmm. Okay? And... Uh, when you give your life to him, if you tried to read the Bible before, before you gave your life to Christ, it's like a bunch of gibberish. Yeah, you can't but, read it with your yeah. spiritual eyes. But when you start reading it after you've given your life to Christ, it starts making sense. It does. It just comes to life. Because you're reading it with your spiritual eyes. They're open. That's right. Well, well Anyway, yeah. well, yeah. it really is possible to love and pray for your enemies. Yes, it is. And as you do that... Until we talk to you tomorrow, keep living it up. While beginning again.